the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Jesus and Joe podcast. I wish that y'all could see the smile on my face right now. I literally love speaking to you guys. I love hanging out with you. Um, Today we are just diving in. I'm so excited for this topic. I mean, what we're going to talk about today, this is not something that was placed on my heart weeks ago, days ago, or hours ago. Guys, this happened minutes ago. I just had a realization. I was like, this is too good not to share. There might be somebody out there that needs to hear this. Today's word is so good. I like I know that I'm just I don't even know. I don't have words, but I'm so excited to see what God is going to say because this message is for anybody and everybody, but specifically for my young adults. Those young adults from 18 to 30. Like those girls, those guys, like this is for you. I have a passion. I have a heartbeat for Jesus. That's the only reason why I'm here. But a part of my heart, I have it such for the young adults in this world. I can't understand and I can't describe the love and the passion that I have for these people. But I truly believe that this is the time in your life where you take things from not just knowing Jesus, but actually believing in Jesus. Let's think about it. When you were zero, like when you were born to when you were 17 years old, from that kindergarten to high school, you were under your family's roof. They poured in the Christian advice. They poured in Sunday school. They took you to church. It was kind of like a family faith. And by the time you get to college, you know all this stuff, but now it's actually the question, do you believe it? Today's message is going to, I pray and I'm hoping that this is going to be a turning point for you. Because we're going to take things that we know and actually believe it. We're taking the words that Jesus has said over us time and time and time again. And we're actually going to believe it. We're not just going to say, yeah, I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Yeah, I'm chosen. Yeah, I'm set apart awesome, fine and dandy, but do y'all know the context? Do you understand what it means? Before we get started, I'm going to pray us in because this is a very, it's it's such a good message and I don't even want my words to be spoken, only his alone. So we're going to pray it in. Here we go. I'm so excited. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for your word. God, these letters on these pages that are just full of so much of your wisdom and your love, God, we're so thankful for it. Jesus, as we go into this message, as we go into this podcast episode, Lord, I pray for the heart of the girl or the guy that is listening on the other side of this. God, I pray that you open their heart, soften it. Let these words that I speak today only come from you and you alone. Let these words truly echo in their minds. Father, let's take the step from just knowing this stuff to actually believing it. God, this is for you. And Father, we are yours. We want to hear from you today and we want to see you. It's in your name that I pray. Amen.
Today's message is coming from Jeremiah 1. Now, by a show of hands, who's read Jeremiah 1? Exactly. I, in my wildest dreams, had never thought, oh, I love Jeremiah 1. I never thought of that until today. You know when you guys like read a devotional and it's like, yeah, that's good, but I really need something that's going to help me like right now. I need the advice. I need the counsel. I need the guidance for where what I'm going through right now. Well, that was me today. I was reading my devotional and it was really good. I liked it a lot, but I kind of just told God, I was like, God, I kind of need something more. And he whispered Jeremiah 1 on my heart. I was like, what's Jeremiah 1? And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie with you guys. I mean, Jeremiah is a great book in the Bible. But many of us, me included, we focus on one verse in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29, 11, where I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. We know that verse. We love that verse because it makes us feel good, right? But let me tell you, there's a whole other section of this book that means there's so much. And I'm like, why do we not talk about this? I was reading this verse and I was sitting in a coffee shop in Windermere, Florida. If you have ever gone to Paloma, you need to. If you haven't, you need to. It is so good. But I'm sitting in Paloma and I am just like my jaws on the floor. I was like, what did I just read? And then I got in my car, raced home, and here we are today. So I am so excited for this. Let me read this to you because it's not something you haven't heard before, but we're going to break it down into three sections. One, you are chosen. Two, you are set apart. Three, you are appointed. These are words, these are phrases that we've heard time and time again, me included. And sometimes it's like, God, like I need more than that. But there's so much purpose and intention on why he decided to call you these terms. Why he called you set apart, chosen, and appointed. And that's what we're going to break down today. So in Jeremiah 1, God is calling Jeremiah to be a prophet. He's calling him. He's saying, Jeremiah, here's your task. Here we go. We're going to do this thing. So he first starts out in Jeremiah verse 1. But one verse four, and it says, the word of the Lord came to me. How cool is that, that the Lord comes to us to speak? He came to Jeremiah to speak these words, and he's speaking them to you today. The word of the Lord came to me. He said, I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. We're going to start with the first part. I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I chose you. The Lord chose you. When I think of the word chose or chosen, I think of myself back in the elementary school days. I picture myself in a line of other 10-year-olds, whatever. I don't even, was I? Yeah, that was fifth grade. I don't even know. Anyways, we're in a line, right? We're in gym class. There's two people up front. The gym teacher says, all right, pick your teams. They look down the line, and we can't lie when we say this. I'm not going to lie. I would choose the person that has the best qualities, someone who's going to make my team win. They chose the best. And what's so cool is that is how 
you are in God's eyes. You are his first pick. When he looks down the line of people, with all of us lined up, there's a specific purpose. There's a specific mission, a specific plan that he has for one of us. And it's not for everybody in the line, but for one person. You see, the plan, the vision, the dream that God has for you is so specific and unique that no one else could do it but you. What's so cool is that he considered this even before you were formed in the womb. Before your parents knew about you. Before your parents were even parents. Before your parents' parents weren't even parents. He chose you before you were even a thought on anyone's mind. How cool is it to think that looking yourself, just like to think right now you are chosen by God for such a purpose in a time as this. There's no mistake on why you're here. There is no mistake why you are at the place you are at right now because you have an audience, you have coworkers, you have people looking up at you that need to see the light and the love of Jesus. And he knew, he knew you could do it best. You are chosen. The second part, number two, I set you apart before you were born. Hmm, it's hard to think about, right? I set you apart before you were born. So before I was even in the womb, he chose me. Before I was even born, I was already set apart. But guys, oh my gosh, this thought just came to mind. How cool is this? Whenever you see ultrasounds, whenever they were doing ultrasounds, you can see the face of the child. You can see the feet of the child, but it's just a picture. I might be the only one, but sometimes like whenever I see ultrasounds of, you know, my, every ultrasound kind of looks the same. But until that baby has entered the world, you can see the characteristics. You can see the details that this baby isn't like any other baby. You can see that this child is so much more than just the that black and white photo that we saw. This baby is so set apart and there's so much detail and the reasons why behind it. But it's not just with characteristics that you're set apart, but it's also with the intention of God, why God created you in the first place. We're never meant to have the same plan. We're never meant to have the same mission or even the same characteristics. That's why comparison is such a thing in our day and age because people just look around and they're like, well, I don't look like her, so I couldn't do it. I'm not that talented, so there's no way that God would have picked me for it. I'm not qualified. I'm not equipped because of this, 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 and this. My friend, it's time to stop listening to the lies the devil is telling you. Comparison is his easiest way to get his foot into the door and to destroy the truth that God has and has written for you and has completely covered you with. Comparison is a thief of joy and it can really stop you from thinking that I am set apart. 
Do you know why you're set apart, my friend? Do you know the purpose and the reason why you're set apart? It's because God has dedicated you. He looked at you and dedicated you for Yahweh's use. That's the definition. That's the Hebrew definition of set apart. You are used. You are dedicated to the reasons why why you're God, why the Lord Almighty wants to use you. But that's what's so cool about it. Because when you have the Holy Spirit, you get his power. You get his discernment. You get his help. You get his strength. He puts the gift inside of you so you can live it out. How cool. What a privilege it is. The next time that you are doubting yourself, whether it is looking in the mirror and critiquing the God, the masterpiece that stands before you, God's masterpiece that stands before you. And the next time that you are doubting the plan and thinking every my plan is just like everybody else's, my plan isn't a special, my plan will never be fulfilled. The next time that you think those two things, because guys, it happens every day. It happens every day for me. It's time to remember what I'm actually here for. What you're actually here for. I am dedicated to Yahweh's use. I am here to be used by him in some glorious, mysterious way. This is why you are here. You are set apart on purpose. And number three, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. I appointed you. I've looked up countless times what appointed really means. But today it was really cool how I figured out the definition of appointed and what it truly meant. It wasn't just picked out. It wasn't just chosen. It wasn't just like hand selected. Of course, that's what you are, but it's more than that. Appointed. Appointed is to be placed in order to function fully and accomplish a task. The task that lies before you is a God-given task. And just like how we wrapped it up with chosen, with chosen, you are God's first pick. With set apart, it's like God's hand selected. God wants to be able to fulfill and equip the one that he has chosen and then appointed. Once you know you're chosen, once you know you're set apart, then he appoints you. He appoints you to the task that lays before you. I want you to think with me for a second when I ask you this question. What is your task? Why are you here? I'll tell you why. God has something huge in store for you. Absolutely mind-blowing. I think all of us can say whenever we think about it and we think of where we are today, we didn't envision this for us five years ago. We didn't envision this for us 10 years ago. Because God's plans are so much bigger and better than anything we've ever planned for ourselves. So I want you to imagine when Jeremiah heard this saying that God chose him before he he was even formed in the womb, that he was set apart before he was even born, and that he was appointed to be a prophet to the nations. What do you think he thought? Well, I'll tell you. Jeremiah didn't jump for joy. Jeremiah was like, 
he didn't just scream to the rooftops going, heck yeah, that's me. I am that boy. No. He said, oh no, God, that's not me. That's not me. That is not me at all. He said, and I quote in verse six, he said, but I protested. I said, oh no, Lord God. Look, I don't know how to speak since I am only a youth. You see how this ties in the young adults, guys? These terms that we've used for so long that we've heard from pastors, sermons, Bible study teachers, all this kind of stuff, saying that we're set apart, chosen, and appointed. I feel like we're like Jeremiah. We've heard these forever. But of course, when we look in the mirror, oh, we're just young. No one's going to take us seriously. But then God said this. Do not say, I'm only a youth. For you will go to everyone I send you to and speak whatever I tell you. Do not be afraid of anyone, for I will be with you and rescue you. This is the Lord's declaration. Then the Lord reached out his hand, touched my mouth, and told me, I have now filled your mouth with my words. See, I have appointed you today. Oh, guys, it is just so good because that is how he sees you and I. How cool is it to know that the God of the universe, the Lord Almighty, the one who has planned your story from beginning to end, the author of your faith, the author of your salvation, he is the one who looks at you and handpicks you every single time. He's the one that looks at you and goes, that's my first choice. He, you're the person that he looks at and goes, that's the one that I want to send out. That's the one that I know my audience, my children are going to need to hear from. That is you. There's always someone looking up at you. I remember I've told my Bible study girls for, for months. I was like, someone is always looking up at you. If someone is looking at you, shift their eyes from you to him. Let that spotlight go directly up. Don't let this just be something where people are looking at you and you go, yeah, I am a role model, blah, blah, blah. No. It's God inside of you that is making that difference in that person's life. So today, after this message was so, it was just so good, guys. And I'm so grateful that I have this podcast where I'm able to talk about these things with you guys. But after hearing these, it is my prayer that you not just know that you were chosen, set apart, and appointed, but you believe it. You believe that you are holy. Because of the redemption of Jesus Christ, you are wiped clean from all things. When he sees you, he sees his masterpiece. He sees someone who is qualified, who is equipped, because you have him. You are chosen. It's my prayer that you don't just know that you're set apart, but you were made to be dedicated to Yahweh's use. There's something so specific he wants to do through you. And it's going to happen because you're the perfect person for the job. It's my prayer that you don't just know you're appointed, but you have a specific God-given task. That can be done through only God's hand alone. Guys, we are God's people. 
You are God's daughter. Before we close, before I close this out and I end this with prayer and you go on without your day, I don't want you to leave this podcast. I don't want you to leave the spot where you're at right now until you say, God, I want to not just know it. I want to believe it. Show me how. Tell me how. I'm going to pray for you right now, and we're going to pray for this together. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this word. I thank you so much for the truth that you have poured over us. God, I pray for the other person on the side of this mic, these headphones of this screen, God. I pray that you just unveil yourself to her or him. Lord, these words we should never take lightly. God, the things that you use to describe us should never just be something where we just take it and we just go on without our day. But God, let it just change us from the inside out. The next time we look in a mirror, God, let us see you. Let us see how you see us. As your masterpiece, as someone who is set apart for specific God-given tasks that can only be done by you. Father, we're not worthy. We are not worthy at all. But God, because of you, we are able to look up at you and say, God, I don't know what it is, but send me. Lord, this person that I am just praying over, I know that you have something so big in store for them. God, I pray for the people that they meet and they contact. God, let them see. Let Whenever they look at her, let them see you. Father, you are so good, and we are so grateful to have a God like you. It's such an honor and a privilege to serve you and worship you and praise you. Thank you for today. Thank you for our tasks. Thank you for who you have made us to be. And let us walk confidently in the words that you have poured over us. And let nothing ever, ever destroy those terms from us. Or let us think different. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. I love you so much. If you ever need anything, you know where I'm at. But you guys have a wonderful day and know that you are set apart. You are chosen and you are appointed.